Can God change your life in just 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. I'm Jonathan Burness, and I'm a Jewish rabbi who follows Jesus. Join me for Jewish Voice, and you'll discover how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes and why you need to stand with Israel. You can play a role in God's end-time plan. Find out how on Jewish Voice. I'm Rabbi Jonathan Burness. Thanks for joining us. Well, my guests today have uncovered some amazing biblical revelation about the Trump presidency and what the next years could hold for us. They're the authors of the best-selling book, The Babylon Code, and they're here to tell us about their latest book, Trumpocalypse. Please welcome Paul McGuire and Troy Anderson. Hey, guys, welcome back. Good to have you. And congratulations on The Babylon Code. Huge success. And... Uh, really, really uncovered a lot of things that Christians need to know, as does this one. So we're going to launch right into it. We're not really, and we're talking about this before, a, a political show. We don't really dive into politics, but we are a prophecy program. We talk about end-time Bible prophecy, and it seems that the two are now overlapping in this presidency. Talk about it. The purpose of Trumpocalypse is first and foremost, not to be a political book. It happens to deal with the president of the United States, Donald Trump, who is the president of the most powerful nation on earth and many other big geopolitical uh, players. And we found out a lot about Trump that you're not hearing in the mainstream media and you're not hearing in conservative media. And we felt it was important to get this out to the American public because there's a lot of misunderstanding about Trump. And uh, as you know so well, you know, one of the major things that we were concerned with was Trump, will he be a blessing to Israel? Will he represent our beliefs in blessing Israel? Because guess what? As you know, Jonathan, we can't have an economy without the blessing of God. We can't have anything without the blessing of God. And Trump appears to uh, really prioritize and value and champion uh, Israel, and it's not just lip service. It's what is in the core of his heart. Now, we believe, of course, that Israel belongs to the children of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob because the Bible declares it. This will be an everlasting possession. And we all believe, because we've talked before, that the decree of Genesis 12, I will bless those who bless you, the children of Abraham, and curse those who curse you, is still in effect today. Does this administration have any perception of that? Well, we believe uh, Donald Trump does. Clearly, he's not a theologian. Clearly, he's an imperfect and flawed man. But as you know, Jonathan, God delights in using flawed and imperfect men. He has since Genesis to the, the New Testament. The one thing that makes Trump different is that there's a reason why every major power establishment, so to speak, the globalist elite, if you want to use that word, and we expose who the globalist elite and the deep state are, they're, they're uniformly against Trump. Why? Why, why is everybody against Trump? Because he's, he's the only politician that represents a threat to the new world order and to the plans of the globalist elite. 
And one of the reasons he's a threat is because he's willing to put his money where his mouth is, so to speak, and stand for Israel no matter what people think. So, so Troy, you believe that God has raised up this man. Why? We look at an imperfect vessel, clearly, and this is a struggle for many Christians that are looking for somebody who exudes a godly character. Most of the characters in the Bible are, are flawed men. You know, uh, uh, Moses, you know, he killed a guy. Uh, Noah got drunk and killed a guy. So the, the, the leaders that are throughout the Bible are all leaders that were flawed. And in the, I think it's in Daniel uh, 2, it says that God raises up and, and deposes leaders. So, so in that sense, you know, the president was, you know, raised up by God. And so were other presidents and other leaders. And, and there's usually a, a purpose behind, you know, he, he, you know we believe he has a, the, the right characteristics to do the job that, you know, God has, you know, ha has for him. So what are some of the characteristics? Well, your, your question and, and Troy's answer were, were right on, and that is, he is a flawed and imperfect man. Everybody knows that. The American people know that. He has numerous uh, flaws. One may be his impulsivity with tweeting and, and maybe the coarseness by which he conducts himself. The narrative of the secular media is, well, he's like, you know, a psychotic waiting to, in, in a deranged manner, hit the nuke button. But when you really s study Trump's life and his psychological background and his biographical profile, you do not see a man who's given to pressing a nuke button by accident. And I believe, and Troy believes from our research, that's a total lie. Uh, attempted to discredit him and marginalize his leadership. If anything, he is a very restrained man. There's a big difference between him tweeting some, you know, crazy thing and pressing the nuke button. I think he, he bears a grave sense of responsibility uh, and it's from, from the heart. You know, we believe God raised up every one of our presidents. He raised uh, Obama up. He, he raised uh, Clinton up and the, the Bushes. He raised them all up. But the question we asked was, okay, he's raised up all these American presidents, but how many of them heard the call of God upon their lives? How many of them responded to the call of God in their lives? So however imperfect Trump is, as far as we're concerned, and I think I speak for Troy as well, he's the only one who seems to be answering the call of God. And does that mean he's the Messiah? Absolutely not. God forbid we would have another man as a Messiah on planet Earth. Um, he's not the Messiah, but he's, it's like David, okay? David's brothers were mocking him as David, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, was ready to challenge Goliath. Uh, God is willing to use uh, a man who's not perfect, uh, who may have his theology all messed up and use him just because he's available. I think that's a point well taken. Why is this man, President Trump, different from other presidents before him? Well, one thing that burns in Troy's heart and my heart is this. If you look at all the, the dynamics that are going on in the world right now, America is literally a heartbeat away from a totalitarian regime. And that's not an exaggeration, that's a truth. If Trump was to die and God forbid some evil man was to come into power, we would be under some kind of po uh, police state, a dictatorship, end of story. No more Christianity, no, no more Judaism, uh, freedom of religion is over. That's a very real possibility. 
So we can't be so frivolous with our freedoms. We are literally sitting on the edge of a, a precipice. We need men uh, and women who are going to stand up for what they believe. I personally believe, unfortunately, God was looking to and fro. He didn't find a whole lot of Christians willing to go to the mat for him. He didn't find a whole lot of Christian men, sadly to say, who were willing to say to the atheists, no, you can't make Christianity outlawed in America. I'm not going to allow it. Like it or not, this guy has chutzpah and guts. Well, and he, clear, he clearly has chutzpah. Yeah. <laughs> I, th I think one thing I want to, to make clear, because I've talked to you guys before, there is a lot more going on here yes. than you can possibly realize. When we come back, what does the future hold? You don't want to miss this. Don't go away. Could Donald Trump's presidency be a prophetic sign of the last days? Best-selling authors Paul McGuire and Troy Anderson go straight to scripture in their startling new book, Trumpocalypse, to show that we may be heading into the end times. Learn what the Hebrew prophet said about a dangerous global government forming now. Discover how a one world order would mean persecution for Christians like you. Order Trumpocalypse today and we'll sow a special gift into your life. This I Stand With Israel car magnet to show your support of God's beloved nation. Or for your new monthly partnership of $30 or more, we'll send you Trumpocalypse and we'll add this stunning Torah scroll shadow box that displays a beautiful Torah scroll written in Hebrew. Hang it in your home or office to remind you of God's faithfulness through the ages. Your new monthly partnership of $30 brings the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. So please call now and specify offer 4157 to receive both of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Or when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more, specify offer 2029. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv, with your gift of support or send it to Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, Paul McGuire and Troy Anderson, good friends of the ministry. They've been here several times, literally hot off the press. Guys, this is burning. It's so, it's so new. Trumpocalypse. The end time president, we usually don't get into politics, but there is a merger here between politics and end time prophecy. And I really believe that. Guys, th this was a miracle. I watched election night and I was, I was in shock as I watched the news networks in shock over this. This was really a miracle, wasn't it? Yeah, Franklin Graham uh, said that he called us the God factor. You know, all the, the pundits and the pollsters had figured that, you know, Hillary Clinton was going to win, and all of a sudden, you know, Trump won, and, it, you know, it sent shockwaves around the world. It was a shocking evening, and you know what? It kind of restored my faith in the electoral process. I thought it was too corrupt to work, but it restored something for me. It, it was really amazing. Do you see this as an intervention, a divine intervention? Yes. So America's been given another chance. Yes. And this is a problem for a lot of Christians theologically and morally. I don't personally think he's a believer in Jesus Christ. But to me, that's secondary. What would I rather have? Would I rather have a believer in Jesus Christ who does nothing 
or somebody who is not quite, who's open to the Lord and, and growing in the Lord, but maybe not be saved, but he's doing the things that God wants done. And who, empowers godly men around exactly. him. Exactly. And, and sometimes because people are watching the secular media, they, they, they forget this man is, is standing up for crying out loud. Forgive me for being emotional. He's standing up for the lives of 60 million babies that died in abortion. He's standing up for the nation of Israel so there won't be a nuclear holocaust coming down from Israel from Iran in the form of nuclear missiles. He's standing up for freedom of religion, freedom to preach the gospel, to study the Bible, uh, freedom to have uh, moral values. His posterior is on the line everywhere you look. And let's get real. David was a man after God's own heart. That doesn't mean God approves of, of adultery or murder or lying. He didn't. But he's the only man in the Bible that God said, David is a man after my own heart. And I believe, I don't equate Trump with David, but I say that David is very much like Trump in many respects. He's a little vulgar. He's crude. But when it comes to the important issues, he's right on target. With Good preaching. Lord. Go. We love preaching on this program. Uh, the, in the book, you... It, it deals with the whole world. It's not just about America, but you, you talk about a special plan that God still has for America. I think there's many that lost hope mm -hmm. that America was going to even continue on. Talk about the unique plan that you believe God still has for the United States. Yes, America is exceptional because there's no other nation in the history of mankind besides Israel based on Deuteronomy 28, the blessings and the curses, where it says really simply, hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord my God. If you do that, you will be raised up. Israel will be raised up above all the nations on earth. Only one nation, Israel, got that blessing. So the pilgrims and Puritans entered, prayed to God for the same thing. And guess what? Imperfectly entered into a covenant with God based on the pilgrims and Puritans, where they attempted imperfectly to obey Deuteronomy 28. And in Deuteronomy 28, first verse it says, and I will raise you up above all the nations of the earth. America is the only nation in the history of civilization that has a viable, prosperous middle class until recently, that has freedom of religion, a unique constitution, and a bill of rights. And America has the most booming economy. Almost every invention under the sun came from America. God raised up America. It's not because we were... All, all this nonsense I heard in public school about, oh, we were, in the, you know, we're between two oceans, and that was the reason, uh, you know, for our prosperity. Phooey! The hand of God was on this nation. Yes. That's why we were blessed. And anybody who disowns that and won't stand for that, as God wants us to stand, Jesus said, occupy until I come. I don't understand. Forgive me for being emotional. No, I feel the passion. I we don't love understand what my brothers and sisters don't understand about Jesus saying, occupy until I come, or to do business until I come. What kind of business? Monkey business? No. Preaching the gospel, making disciples of all nations, and occupying until I come. That is our job until the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeshua the Messiah. And we need to get back about that business, about the Father's business. Amen. Yeah. Good. Troy, you want to chime in? Uh, you know, I'd just like to add that 
you know, we, we do believe that, you know, God has, you know, blessed America. But, you know, as we saw, you know, in the last several decades, there, there's been a, a concerted effort by very powerful forces to try to, you know, sort of, you know, reduce America and merge us into, as we, you know, delved in, in the Babylon Code, into some kind of global government and a cashless society and a, and a universal religion, which the Bible predicts will happen in the end times. And so, you know, Trump's election helped maybe put a temporary pause on that, but there's still very powerful forces that are attempting to do that. You know, they're all out attack to, you know, try to impeach him or, or take him out in some way. And so there's all kinds of threats and dangers still in the world. And we delve a lot, in, you know, about, well, about well, those. Well, let's in talk the about the future because there's a real warning in this book, and, and you need to heed this warning. I, I talk a lot about the men of Issachar being wise because they understood the times. So a special blessing on America to continue another chance, but you warn about an impending crisis. Yes. America is in the greatest spiritual battle it has ever been in since its inception. You see, people, people have been pulverized with this propaganda that America is not important. Globalism is a lie. Why? Because Genesis 11, God says that he despises globalism and he's for nationalism. That's what the story's about. So God comes down and judges the world's first global government, and he promotes nationalism by separating the nations into uh, nation states. Why is God into patriotism and nationalism? For the same reason God uh, redistributed power in our government. Fallen man has a fallen human nature, therefore we need to have uh, different branches of government to balance the power. Checks and balances, we've got to take another right. break. We're, we're just, gosh, there's so much more we could talk about I want to focus when we come back what this means for you personally and what you can do to actually change history. I want to sew it into your hands. I want you to understand the times we live in. We want to invest this in you as you help us to bring the gospel around the world. So I really encourage you to get it. We'll be right back. Could Donald Trump's presidency be a prophetic sign of the last days? Best-selling authors Paul McGuire and Troy Anderson go straight to Scripture in their startling new book, Trumpocalypse, to show that we may be heading into the end times. Learn what the Hebrew prophet said about a dangerous global government forming now. Discover how a one-world order would mean persecution for Christians like you. Order Trumpocalypse today, and we'll sow a special gift into your life. This I Stand With Israel car magnet to show your support of God's beloved nation. Or for your new monthly partnership of $30 or more, we'll send you Trumpocalypse, and we'll add this stunning Torah scroll shadow box that displays a beautiful Torah scroll written in Hebrew. Hang it in your home or office to remind you of God's faithfulness through the ages. Your new monthly partnership of $30 brings the gospel and vital medical care to one person each month. That's 12 people each year. So please call now and specify offer 4157 to receive both of these gifts with your new monthly partnership of $30 or more. Or when giving a one-time gift of $40 or more, specify offer 2029. You can also go to our website, jewishvoice.tv with your gift of support or send it to Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001.
We are truly in the last days, and the Trumpocalypse really gives us a clear picture of, of what's ahead, and diabolical forces at work. Now, guys, we only have a few minutes left, so many believe America's not in Bible prophecy, that America doesn't play a role in the last days. You strongly believe and defend America's role in the last days in the book. Yes, well, we do. Uh, first of all, America is not named by name. So we, you can't say, well, America is in the last days because the Bible mentions America. It does if you kind of extend certain interpretations, but it's, I don't see it yes. in the Bible, okay? But that's not the reason for saying America has a, a very, the most important role to play in the last days besides Israel. And that is simply because America is the last nation on planet Earth where we still have a constitution to whatever degree that allows us to preach the gospel, to pray for other nations, to stand up for Israel, to bring in the last day's soul harvest, and to win souls to Jesus Christ, and to occupy until I come. What does occupy until I come mean? It's really simple. You never hardly hear this preached in the church. Jesus Christ said to his church, occupy the land until I come. What land? The land that you're living in, America. We're not to allow it to be taken over by the powers of darkness and destroyed and turned into a communist, socialist, Marxist state. The reason right. the millennials are embracing Marxism because they've been brainwashed. They've been deprived of seeing the pictures of what Hitler under National Socialism or Lenin or Chairman Mao, what, what nightmares they produced. We are at the turning point. Has Jesus come? No. So we're to be occupying until Jesus comes. But because Jesus has not come, it should be obvious to every believer we are to be about our Father's business, occupying until I come. That means standing our ground and not allowing the powers of darkness to take America because God has a destiny with, for America. He began it with the pilgrims and Puritans. And the destiny of America is to stand with Israel in the last days, bring in the last days soul harvest, occupy until I come, and unless we do that, billions of people on planet Earth will perish into everlasting darkness. I believe that. Paul, we have to have you back to preach to our staff. Troy, three, just two or three things that you, see, you guys see on the horizon that we should be paying attention to. Some of the things I see is that, you know, this, this whole conflict with North Korea, you know, the, the Navy Admiral said there's a 50-50 a percent chance of conventional war and a 10 percent chance of nuclear war. A, a Princeton professor uh, we interviewed said he thinks there's a 33 percent chance of nuclear war over the next, uh, next decade. So, you know, th this is a danger. Like the Cuban da Missile Crisis. Da dangers is out there. Uh, you know, I have the whole situation with, with Iran and, and, and the possibility of some kind of, uh, you know, coup you know, with our, uh, with our government and, and these globalist forces that like to move us into a, a world government. Seriously, you believe in America that a coup is possible? You could wake up tomorrow morning and there would be a regime change. There are people with a ton of money, I won't name their name, you all know their, his name, who has openly said he wants a regime change Th that's in That's a totally bizarre concept. I don't know if any of you in the audience or watching at home feel that way. That's a, that's I can't get my arms around that idea in, in America. We wrote in the book, as we literally were, were, were sending the manuscript to go to press, uh, a contact that we both knew. We had a private conversation with him in uh, Washington, D.C., spent three hours warning this particular Christian leader of a, the, the, he said that the deep state is planning to assassinate President Trump. 
and we include that story. So obviously we need to be praying Absolutely. for our president very, very clearly. But enumerate what else people that are watching should be doing it. Because I'm sitting here asking the question, what else can Christians do to prepare? So we're responsible to be what Christ told us to be, salt and light. Every one of us were called before the foundation of the world to be here for such a time as this. To, to, to do what? Sit on our, you know what, and, 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 and watch the NFL and people mock our nation and our national freedoms? Or are we supposed to be in the game, occupying until I come, that Christ calls to do? Yeah, well, Troy, a final thought. I, I think we're in the most critical time in the history of the world. You're I don't right. think there's Absolutely. ever been a more critical time. And we're talking about the years immediately preceding the return Absolutely. of the Messiah. And these are tumultuous times. We have a job to do. Yes. Troy? Yeah, you know, I, I think in the next couple of years, that the decisions we make are going to set the course of, of the future. And we are in the most critical time, you know, probably in, in modern history. And, you know, as believers, we need to be praying, we need to be fasting, we need to, like, you know, help, you know, help fulfill the, the commission that Jesus gave us, which is to take the gospel to all the world. And we're, we're giving it, being given a chance to do this now. And so that's, the, that's what I see happening here. Paul, final thought, the, the, the purpose of this program is to help Christians understand Israel yes. and, and the Jewish roots of their faith. Israel really plays into this. Right. And America needs to continue to support Israel. Absolutely. And if there is no America, there will be no support of Israel. Because as you know, and your audience knows, America is Israel's last friend. And we're the only friend that has the military power and the economic power to actually defend it. So Israel's survival is contingent upon America standing for it. And if we back off from uh, supporting Israel, we will have violated the blessing and the curse, and we will receive a curse. And I don't want to even think about what that might mean. Paul and Troy, keep, keep getting the word out there. Uh, you know, Lewis Kaplan, who started this ministry 50, over 50 years ago, one of his favorite verses was, I need to be about the work of the Father while it is yet day, for night will come when no man can work. It's day. You have an opportunity. Read, understand your role in the times we live. And I'll tell you where it all begins. It begins with a, your relationship with the living God. If you don't have a relationship with God or you did and you walked away, it's time to draw close to Him. It's time to have ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying now more than ever. If you have questions or you have prayer needs, remember, we're here for you. You can log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv, jewishvoice.tv. We're here to help you, and I just want you to know God loves you, and so do we. I want to thank Paul McGuire and Troy Anderson for joining us today. And as we close the program, I want to remind you what Psalm 122.6 tells us to do, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love thee. Don't miss the Jewish Voice 2019 Israel Tour. You'll walk the ancient streets where Yeshua walked.
You'll learn from Jonathan Burnus as he shares teachings at historic sites like the Old City of Jerusalem and other inspiring locations throughout Israel. You'll also enjoy your choice of four or five-star accommodations, make new friends, savor some of Israel's most delectable foods, and experience memorable adventures, such as being baptized in the River Jordan or renewing your wedding vows aboard a boat on the Sea of Galilee. Here's a special message from Jonathan. I want to personally invite you to join me and my family in Israel. It will change your life and you will never read the Bible the same again. For more information, call 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv slash Israel. Again, 800-299-9374 or jewishvoice.tv slash Israel. can log on to our website, it's jewishvoice.tv, and then forward slash Israel for more information. I'm Jonathan Bernis saying shalom, and God bless you.